ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the greatest hour in radio, FXBG The Plank. How y'all doing tonight? Us? We're doing fabulous. See money how are the girls doing? Great. Outstanding. And you, how are you doing? I'm good. Wrist them cheeks, how they doing? Clapping. Clapping. Outstanding. <laughs> That's good. Out motherfucking standing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, welcome to the greatest hour on radio. I am your host, the one, the only, the instant classic, the voice of villainy, the greatest man that ever lived, Sean motherfucking Bennett. To my right, oh, to my right is not Chris Mack. This, this, I think, I think it has been a solid month since me and Chris have been on the show at the same time. Oh shit! You were in here last week. He, wasn't he here was. Week before that. He was sick. Then I was sick. Uh, so like three, so three weeks, three weeks, three weeks, and then he's celebrating his nine hundred and thirty eighth birthday today. So like you know, <laughs> his mama in town and whatnot, and he was like, I can't do a sex show with my mama in town. She gonna want to come, and I'm gonna get a whooping. So here we are, Sans motherfucking Chris Mack. Um, C money, how you doing? How's your week, man? How the girls? Great. Great. It was a good week, yeah. I see you got the girls out doing their thing. Yeah, you know. You know. You know. got to do what I can. You got to do what you can. I understand. I get it. Giving the people it. what they want. Giving the people what That's they very want. very true. So we're actually working on, for those of you that listen and, you know, are fans, and for those of you that, um, the, the sick fucks that told us how they masturbate to the show, um, we're actually <laughs> going live video <laughs> next week. I know this has been in the works hey. for a while. We're going live video next week, and I'm trying to negotiate a C-Money cleavage cam for our avid, <laughs> avid listeners in West Virginia, Virginia, New York, and Florida that have all had some form of addiction to C-Money titties. Um, y'all have been hyping about her hypothetical titties, and now, I've now. Made you, I've made you live on Facebook right now. Oh shit, son! We so are. apparently we are live, right? Goddamn now, um, was not expecting that. But uh, all right, so we're going live a week in advance. Um, and so, Riss, how are you doing? I'm all right. I I uh, don't think I was late to work once this week, so I feel like I've adulted enough. And yeah, hey, I feel you. I was actually. It must have been like. Um, the universe, because I was actually on time all week this week. Girl, too. <sighs> when I tell you, I'm like, I'm like known for always being late. Right. And I try really hard to not be late to work because like, that's my job and right. I love my job, but I have not been fortunate enough in the untimely processes in my life. <coughs> so <clears throat> I tried real hard. Um, I had to leave the nail salon. That was like less than a mile down the road from my job. I had to go into work with no makeup on, like, but I made it on time, and that's all that matters to me right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm very pleased with that's myself, good. honestly. Well, we're proud of you. We, we here at the point, <laughs> we're proud of you. You know, um, being on time is not for everybody. God knows it's not for me. Um, I'm always a good five to ten minutes late for almost everything. Yeah. Look, look at the color of your skin. Um I literally, I, I get asked all the time, like Sean, why are you late? And I just point my arm, like you know why I'm late, sir. You know what's going on. Anyways, we're gonna I go. I wish ahead we and get... still had that. That's racist clip. <laughs> Whatever happened? I, to I that? mean, so I'm, that, is it racist or is it true? Um, I feel like well, there's a fine line between racist and true. Um, being half Mexican. I'm late for everything. My dad, who the actual Mexican is, is late for everything. Um, so, <laughs> right. Um, and your mom's white, right? Yeah. How's she do with her timeliness? She's early for everything. Right. Hmm. So interesting. I go back. Early. I go back. I think we should have actually have a segment here within the next couple of weeks. Is it racist or is it true? Uh, <laughs> That'd be great. Let's, let's play. The facts or not? Let's play right. that game right there. I actually uh, had some co some coworkers order from Bojangles here recently, and I was like, "Ain't nobody fucking tell me that y'all was ordering Bojangles like this some bullshit." And uh, one of the guys looked at me, kind of shuffled his feet, and he was like, "Well, I don't want to be racist." And I was like, "Motherfucker, when it comes to chicken, 
just always assume. Just okay to stereotype. It's okay to stereotype. Just always assume that my black ass wants some fucking chicken. It is what it is. I like chicken. Mexican. Anyway. You're right. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started with sex in the news, baby. It's that time. Sean Bennett wants some chicken. God damn it. It's so true. I had chicken earlier, and I st- if I sound weird, I apologize. I am currently fighting the flu like a motherfucker. Um, <clears throat> oh, my God. Why did you come? Because, well, like, so, like, yesterday, I couldn't do shit. Like, I couldn't do shit. Sunday, God, it's hit me Sunday, it. and I worked just, through it because I really liked my money, and I was already at work. Um, we'll I couldn't go in Monday because I was all fucked up. Uh, but today, I can move around in short spurts. Yeah. Yeah, and not, like, fuck myself over. So, like, uh, I was debating about coming or not, but I realized, you know, I just sit here for an hour and talk, so I can do that. Like, it's, you know, I, I got that covered. I really got to do shit. All right. Thug life, baby. All right, so, first story tonight. School cop who received oral sex from a child won't have to register as a sex offender. I will start with surprise fucking Surprise. A police officer in the Houston Independent. Of course it's Houston. Of course it's Houston. (laughs) School district has pleaded guilty to the sexual molestation of a 14-year-old student while working at the Cullen Middle School in 2015. The officer, 30-year-old Jacob Ryan Delgadillo. Delgadillo? Delgadillo. We're going to go with Delgadillo. Accepted the plea deal that will have him serve only five years probation and not require him to register as a sex offender. The deal stipulates that if he completes his probation without incident, he will have the conviction removed from his permanent record. But if he were to violate the terms of his parole, he faces going to jail for 20 years. <clears throat> now, I'm not going to get any further into this as far as you know reading the story. Um, I actually want some feedback, because I'm going to go on a limb here and say, what the fuck? Right. I mean, like, I don't... What would make him think that that was that that was gonna that that's okay? But also like that it was gonna be a secret forever. First of all, it, and he knew like like further down in the article, it shows that that a teacher became suspicious of him because they were they're blowing kisses to each other through a classroom window. What the like? Fuck? Not just like the student like blowing kisses and like no yeah. no. That's good. Both of them. Oh, beautiful oh, photo. Oh, shit, son. Look at the. Oh, he looked like a child rapist. Oh. Look at him. And look, the black officer mad as fuck because he over there, look, this is during the sentencing, and he over there mad as a motherfucker because he know he'd be doing 30 years. Immediately. He, like, <clears throat> first time, first thought of a, like, of a teenager, and you're going got, jail. He'd have got five years for blowing a little bitch a kiss. Fact. This motherfucker, this motherfucker over here looking, he looks... He looks like Jared before Jared started eating Subway. But still t- diddling but children. But still diddling children. <laughs> Great. Oh, stuff. God. There's no kind of excuse for, any, for, the, for this type of thing, in my opinion. There's it, no excuse for no grown-ass man to be fucking with no little-ass fucking kids. Um, there's no excuse for our justice system to be so fucking lenient on sexual assault and rape. You see it time and time again, and it's just, it's aggravating. And it, it just, it's... <clears throat> Like, then, when you hear women say things like, oh, well, you know, uh, we, we, li- we live in a rape culture or whatever. And, you know, C-Money's been on the show since damn near the start. So she knows how hard I used to fight against that. Like, the whole right. rape culture is a fucking myth thing. Yes. Um, but shit like this is, is like, the backbone of, of, the, uh, of what they stand on. Is the backbone of what they stand on. How, uh, like, and forget, you know, rape culture. How am I as a father to a 13-year-old um, who happens to be fucking developing like a goddamn maniac because, of course, fucking I had to knock up a chick with, you know, ass and titties. Fucking my goddamn fucking weakness. By your choice. <clears throat> right. <laughs> Motherfucking. So my fucking 13-year-old is developing at a fucking manic rate. And fucking I, I have to know as a father that if somebody were to ever molest my child, like my only justice that I'm going to get is if I go kill this motherfucker and his, and his loved ones myself. Like because the court system's not going to do shit. He's going to get probation or, you know, if he's got a bright future, he might get six months. And only serve three. And, and only serve three. 
he might get six months if he's got a bright future. Like, if the motherfucker right. can swim, which, you know, we know black people aren't getting that deal because most of us can't swim. So, like, <laughs> I, I just, it's frustrating. It's a frustrating situation to deal with, and it's a frustrating world to live in. Not to mention that this officer is supposed to be there to protect your kids from, like, you know. From this type of thing. From whatever could be happening at school, whether that be a bomb threat, uh, a, at this point, active shooter shit. Like, you're a police officer that's supposed to be in the school to protect those children. You protect and serve those children, not sexually. What the fuck are you doing? My school officer stopped me from getting a blowjob in the drama room. <laughs> Like, motherfucker came through straight cock blocking. And, you know, as, as a kid, that upset me. As an adult, like, hey, bro, did his job. Right. He was doing his job. Motherfucking, I'm sure her dad's happy about it. Motherfucking, uh, my parents don't know about it because they don't listen to the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but motherfucking, like, you know, hey, homeboy was doing his job. But we got school officers now fucking, you know, they ain't stopping shit. They're over there getting blowjobs from fucking little ass kids. This shit's fucking, ugh. It's gross, man. I don't understand the attraction to children. The shit's fucking gross. It's uh -huh. disgusting. I don't move on now. I, uh, I if mean, I've offended any pedophiles, tough shit. Find us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can tell you now that I'm like, now that I'm in my early 30s, like, it's weird to me that when I was 18, I was dating a guy that was like 29. And I mean, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't seem that weird, but like, when you really think about it, you're like, what does the 30 year old man really want with an 18 year old girl? Yeah. See, I, I see, I'm at you 18, so I don't give a shit. I, but point. even still, but you know what me, I'm saying? Like, it's like, I have that's my a huge age gap. Rule. I have my 21 and up rule. I don't give a shit if I'm, when I turn 67, if she's 21, she can still get the D. Um... <laughs> But, like, if you're not old enough as long as to stop and get drink. me a... Right. If you ain't old enough to stop and get me a six-pack on the way to get the D, to pay for this D that you're about to get, mm -mm. like, <laughs> I feel like, like, then I, we can't... There's nothing... I've Nah. There's nothing for us to talk about. And guys do always do that, too. They'll be like, hey, can you bring me... Some rum like, on your way. No. Hey, I'm going like, to be, right. be real with you. Like, I'm going to be real with you. That's the test. That's the test. I had this really scary experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I've talked about it on the show before once where I went from a tough guy to like crying, like tears of like, please, please don't send me to jail, motherfucking, because I met a fucking girl in a 21 and up establishment, mm -hmm. motherfucking. And I was, uh, I want to say, 18 or 19 at the time. Yeah. And but I had 21 my 21 and up establishment. I yeah. Mean, well, I, I had my military ID. So that's all they ever looked at. Right. I would come in with my military buddies. We were in the military at the time. Fucking, you know, they would look at my military ID. I got in all the 21 and up spots. Um, unfortunately, at fucking, you know, 18, 19 years old, I'm not smart enough to realize they're probably just as lax on the females as they are on the guys. Mm -hmm. um, probably laxer to get more fucking females in the establishment. Right. Um, Bar Norfolk, they're closed down now, by the way. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, okay. so I give this chick a ride home. Yeah. Getting topped off in the driveway. Dad comes out, knocks on my fucking window. And fucking, he's like, the fuck are you doing? And I was like, clearly I'm getting my dick sucked. Like, you know, oh, is there no. a problem? Is there an issue? Like, can you get the fuck away from my car? Don't, like, don't touch my shit. And he's like, oh, you got a lot of mouth. And I was like, look. Your daughter bruh, got a lot of mouth. I understand. Sorry. I said, that's <laughs> fucked up. I was like. I said, I'm grown, she grown, like, if you don't want me to do it on your property, I'll pull out to the street or whatever, it is what it is. And he looks at her and he goes, give it to me. And she was like, dad, and he goes, give it to me, motherfucking. And she hands him her ID, and then he goes, now give me the other one. And I'm like, like my, my, my whole demeanor changes at this point, because I'm like, yo, I might have to knock this old nigga out. And now I'm like, what the fuck you mean the other one? You, you got one that says mom, your mom's house and your dad's house? Right. <laughs> uh, so he takes the other ID, and he's like, she's 17 years old. How old are you? And I was like, sir, I didn't better at the club. I didn't even know. Like tears streaming down my motherfucking face. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I didn't fucking know. And he was like, this isn't the first time she's pulled this bullshit. And he was like, so, you know, I'm not going to call the cops on you right now. He was like, but if I ever fucking see you around my property, I was like, you'll never see me again. I swear to fucking God, you'll never 
never see me again. He was like, get the fuck off my property. And I was like, get the fuck off my car. Get the fuck off my goddamn car. Motherfucking yo. Peeled out there. I pulled over like two, three blocks away, fucking shaking. So, yeah. like, that kind of a story is what makes men that have, like, you know, pedophile tendencies feel like it's okay. No, it's not okay. No, no, no. Uh, Let me explain. So, because of the, maybe the one girl that's ever lied to them about her age like that. Yeah. And almost, like, and was just like, oh, no, 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 it's totally fine. Because of that one instance, or their homie has a girl, has that story. They think that it's okay, or they think that every girl does that, and it just. Nah, that's why you do the test. That's why you do the test. Uh, oh, you on your way to the crib? Hey, I need you to stop. Grab, grab me a fucking forty. I need you to stop. Uh, grab a bottle. Pack of cigarettes. Grab. No. Mm-mm. Obviously. Because I have the twenty-one no? and up. I have the twenty-one well, and up. Yeah, with the twenty-one and, and up rules. See, yeah, I didn't know that because, like, when I was younger, dudes used to do that shit all the time, and I didn't think anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't that. think that of it. I'm telling I was right like, now, what that the shit fuck only, you mean? If you, you not stop and get you that's a, a genius test, though. If you're not a pedophile, <laughs> like, so I know. But I know, also, only I know tell a bitch to grab a forty because that's rude. I know some cats. Assuming that I got dollars for a six pack, how dare you? I know some cats that motherfucking will say, "Oh, well, she, you know." It's okay. Everybody does it. First of all, everybody doesn't nah. do it. That shit's motherfucking gross. Like fucking like that. I I've never been. I have never been so angry, and so fucking scared simultaneously. Yeah. In my life, I was pissed off because this bitch is seventeen. And I'm, yep. granted, I'm only like eighteen, nineteen. Like there's a whole bunch of people who have, who have told that story who are like, oh well, it's only a two year difference. I'm like, yo, that two years but can get me locked the fuck get up. You. For real. That two years can get me locked the fuck up. Have you seen me? I mean, I'm not just black. I'm extra black, and I'm large as fuck. Like motherfucking. You're not the, wrong. The cops ain't trying to hear shit about mm-hmm. shit. Right. Um. At that point, they're gonna. It's gonna be aggravated. So I was angry. Aggressive. <laughs> like, yeah. I was angry paid. that that happened. But I was also fr- terrified, like, fucking, yo, I just talked all this cold shit to this man, motherfucking, about motherfucking his daughter, doming me all. All that all big dick energy daughter. you threw at him. Right, all that big dick energy shriveled up into goddamn two inches of softness. It was nuts. Oh, that was next? Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, so I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, so I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you bring that one in, because, okay. um, whew. So the next one comes to us from Daily Medical Cases, and it's just like short, super sweet. Um, It's a rectal foreign body. So it says this male patient who presented with a 7 out of 10 abdominal pain for three days. Um, The patient denied any medical history on the exam, and the abdomen was rigid and non-distended. Um, also the CT scan that, perf- that was performed, which showed a <laughs> 10 inch summer sausage That's with in the rectum. That's... And for the people that get to be on that Facebook live right now, they're mm. being blessed with that photo. Mm. <laughs> blessed. I don't. It's right next to you. How do we're, you feel? That's what just, we're, just we're, turn. We're calling that a blessing. Turn, turn that way. I'm not. I'm and deliberately not. I'm deliberately not turning that way. That's not. Stop. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Damn. That is not the way to eat sausage. Uh, that is not a summertime, like, fun time. Like, no, none of this is good. I would like, I would like. So how many days was he walking around with this thing up his ass? Three, Three days. days. So I would like for every female out there talking about something, they too scared to do anal. I want you to remember. That man is is, is better and looser and anus than you. Like, no. Like, like, girls be like, we push out babies, but y'all can't take a 10-inch summer sausage in the ass. So, like, again, gay dudes, not to be Cats fucked with. the fuck off. Right. Have you, seen, have you seen the circumference of those motherfuckers? They're uh, like... If you look at that photo, it surely <laughs> tells you the diameter at least. Too much. I don't know millimeters to centimeters. It's not inches, okay. But that's a lot. <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, it's not good. Yes. All right, next story, ladies and gentlemen. Mongolia's prostitution zones where women trade sex for fuel in sub-zero temperatures. It's nearing midnight in an, un- an unadorned bar on a back street off Sukhapatar Square. 
and 31-year-old Minjur rubs her hands to shake off the cold. Speaking in a whisper, she explains her average evening. Men pick her up from the park by the Central Tower office building. Then they go to a nearby hotel for an hour of sex. Minjar has a small scar on her right upper cheek that is vi uh, visible despite her makeup, and she counts on her fingers the number of friends who have died in her line of work. It is minus 20 degrees Celsius tonight, and Minjar has a chest-rattling cough. Vodka helps her ward off the chill. She says the winter is hard. See? Vodka. <laughs> Mongolia's capital president presents grim working conditions for the city's prostitutes. Alan Batar is often overlooked as a center of prostitution, but despite increased activity in border areas, it remains the hub for the country's sex work and sexual trafficking. But as the city's prostitutes experience violence and social stigma, some are navigating riskier working environments beyond the city. Most of these women working in this field are very poor and need cash, said outreach officer Erdin Surin. I hope I said that right. They are driven by necessity, Erdin Surin, who, like many Mongolians, only uses one name. Works for the NGO, Perfect Ladies in, in Mongolian, Tugs Bakshkak Nakhad, which promotes prevention of sexually transmitted infections among prostitutes and helps them leave sex work. Prostitution and human trafficking are illegal within Mongolia, but the sex trade is growing. While some women solicit openly on the streets of the capital, others work discreetly out of karaoke bars, saunas, and massage parlors. Mongolia is a source, transit, and destination country for sex labor. You can go to Chicago for that. All of that. Anyways, according to a 2014 report from the United Nations Institute for Training and Research, between 3,000 and 5,000 women and children are trafficked each year from rural communities in the cities and beyond the nation's borders. So let me ask y'all a question. Yeah. This is a long-ass goddamn article with a bunch of shit I can't really pronounce. So let me ask y'all a question. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask everybody in this room this question. Has anybody in here ever sucked some dick or gave up some buns because you was cold? Or, EK, you ever slanged some dick because you was cold? You just needed a place to be? You wasn't trying to be out in the cold? I'm not trying. No. No, cold is not an inviting environment for any physical activity. No, I'm saying I like, just want to be bundled up and in warmth. I don't want to be exerting myself physically to keep warm. Well, no, I'm not talking about like that. Like, the cold ain't stopping nobody from fucking. I had sex in a McDonald's fucking uh, meat freezer. Like, no, what, what you're saying is, I was what about, I, like, what I have, have sex you to ever keep warm? been cold and a bitch was like, hey, I got, I got heating at my house? And you was like, well, and you knew she was going to want some dick. But you went over anyways because she had heat and your heat was off. Mm. I, I don't think I would use a girl for warmth. In that way. <laughs> In that way. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so no, nobody. I, I don't right. think so. Chris not Max to take is, advantage of a heat. Chris Max, the Chris only Max one. Chris Max, the only one. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Oh, okay. Is that one of those homeostasis kind of things? <laughs> I, I mean, look, Chris Mack has definitely, definitely slang some pipe before to stay warm. Um, mm. I have, <laughs> I have slang some pipe before for central air. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> Okay. Should we Man, move on? Or? You ever been, been hot? <laughs> y'all don't understand. Y'all don't have balls to stick to your legs and whatnot when you get hot and whatnot. It's yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, I got titty but sweat got, and chub rubs and fucking like... I was going to say, but I have... I have to wear like t-shirts at the very minimum right, when it comes off, to work. <laughs> all right, so first off, titty sweat and chub rubs are, a chub rub are both beautiful things. Beautiful things. There's nothing, there's nothing sexy about ball sweat. Nothing. No, there ain't nothing, nothing sexy about sweat marks under your titties. She right. Says you, but I, I guarantee you, I can find a guy out there who's into it. Who's got a thing for it? I promise you, we can't find no female anywhere. But that anybody wants to fuck. Who's highly <laughs> like, turned on? Who's highly turned on by a dude's ball sticking to his? Oh leg. my god! Now that just makes me think about you know how like those guys that buy like socks for like sexual fetish. Now I need to know if like. Men buy like sweaty bras yes. or like yes. t shirts for yes. sex. Yes, we're about fetishes. to make bank. Yes. Fuck any other kind of side hustle. <laughs> Summer is on its way, boo boo. <laughs> um, bras, underwears, the whole fucking nine. Like, motherfuckers be out there doing their motherfucking. Yeah, it's a thing. Mm. Okay. It's a thing. 
All right, so see money. Yeah. I see you had something in here vaping and wedding wedding photos. Yeah. Now I don't know. Like I don't. I don't see a story or article. Right. So so there's no story or article. I just wanted to talk about this in general because you guys saw the pictures I sent, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> I came across this from like basically just a post on Facebook, but it's a bunch of wedding photos that literally just have men, <coughs> like the grooms and the groomsmen. <coughs> vaping in the middle of wedding photos i'm gonna take it this upsets you well i just want to know like what people think about it as an avid vapor i'm not doing that dumb shit if i were to ever get married again that sounds fucking stupid i feel like they were attempting something cute like as the whole party was like they're all like vapors Mm -hmm. it looked like they were trying for like a cloud of happy or something but they were not getting there it was like a very disappointing cloud yeah and just kind of like, look where the wind is going. Oh, vape in my face. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like let, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good. Yeah. And I feel like the, pho- the photographer had to probably like, if, if they were trying to get to some specific cloud look, like the photographer would have had to like take their cloud and like form it themselves for it right. to be cute. Yeah. Like, <gasps> unless y'all motherfuckers can do like a vape heart, what the fuck are you doing? In this photo like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, with your best fucking blowjob faces on, like, with the shitty clouds. Right. I don't understand. <coughs> I don't know. That sounds like some gay shit to me. Um, before we get into the main topic. <laughs> Which is all about Chris Mack now at this point. We got, uh. Yo. Damn. <laughs> we got, uh, one more thing in here. Um, a nail salon called Hand Jobs is rubbing people the wrong way. See, money, can you take us through this? Sure. <coughs> now! Hey, I'm opening the story. Don't yell at me. It's so mean. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, where does it start? Okay, Dawn Moon spent the last decade dreaming of opening her own salon after, after getting licensed as a nail technician. But as her dream started to come true, Moon's storefront in Sandusky, Ohio. Of course, it's in Ohio. Damn it. Um, It's all our Ohio listeners. Come on, man. Get your shit straight. (laughs) Is causing some controversy because of the suggestive name. Hand Jobs Nails and Spa. Hand Jobs Nails and Spa. Hmm. I'm with it. This is an idea I've had for 10 years, Moon tells Yahoo Lifestyle um, uh, of the name of her salon. It's a play on words, but really is exactly what we do as nail techs. Hands. Wow. And it so pretty much just goes on everybody to say is so upset. it's offensive. Yeah. They got one lady. Take it down. I cannot believe Perkins allowed you to use that name. Offensive. Her name is Brenda. Of, co- <laughs> of course, her, of course name her name is, is fucking Brenda. It's not. It's not. Oh, God. I have she, no idea. Jesus I just gave you Brenda. Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> somewhere, yeah. I was about to say, like, somewhere right now, there's a woman named Brenda putting her fist through the wall. And there's, she's from fucking Perkins, Ohio. Hey, girl. No, there's a woman named Brenda right now out there, like, pissed the fuck off that her name has become attached to this shit because she doesn't complain about anything ever under any circumstances. But because her name is Brenda, and she's got the soccer mom haircut. God damn it. I'm so sorry, Brenda. She gets lumped in by people like you. Thank you. I want you to know that you're making Brenda's life that That's much okay. harder. She'll be all person. right. You're a terrible person. All right. So we're going to move on to the main topic now. Which, again, is Chris Mack and his life. We dedicate this main topic to Chris Mack. To the one and only oh, Chris Mack. The voice that makes you He's moist. Be so who mad. is absent. As you can see by this empty fucking chair. You see that? Because he's dealing with these issues and his body is adjusting to his new um, Viagra prescription. Um, So our main topic tonight is oral sex. What? Is good for older couples. Yeah. Aging and sex. Ladies and gentlemen, just, as Chris I just want to make a note for, oh. for funsies okay. that one of our stories is from AARP. I love this. 
Also, if you're trying to stare at them in the face, you need to look there. Oh, no, I'm not trying to stare at them in the face. Oh, okay, cool. I'm, ca- he, I'm captivated by myself. wanting to watch himself. I'm captivated right. by myself. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like having Thank a mirror you. above the bed. Damn right. It's a good time. The mirror in my room, chicks be like, oh, you like to watch us? I'm like, I like to watch me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Uh, anyways, is it difficult or even embarrassing to imagine grandparents having oral sex? No, they can before, pull out their dentures. Before we continue this story, I want all of our listeners, think about the last old person you had a conversation with. Mm. Think about that old person sitting next to you or mamma that you went to go take care of and know that mamma used to be a freak. Mamma has choked on many a dick. Papa used to make, lay some mean pipe in 1969. Just remember these things. Why are you looking at me like that? Good God. Because Don't talk about her Papa like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Papa was getting it in. How do you think you got here? Because... No, because I work in a medical facility, and one of the medical facilities I used to work in, literally, this dude used to just fucking leave the door open, and one of the, I'm going to say patients, not so it's not to give away where I was, um, was in there giving him a blowjob. With the door just wide open. Wide open. Nurses walking up and down the hallway. Just, we just, had a listener say that her nana, her nana is still a freak. I believe that. I, b- I believe that. I I'm <laughs> thinking of my grandparents, and I'm like, I know y'all are nasty. It's okay. Everything's Look, fine. I've met you. Just grandpa. keep it over there. I absolutely know. Yeah. But I know. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I, I'm just okay. All right. <sighs> I wear a mean dog pair of shades. All right. Anyways, indeed. Most studies of oral sex focus on adolescents or younger adults, while research on sexuality in late life is primarily focused on sexual dysfunctions from a medical perspective, contributing to the prevailing stereotype that most older adults are sexually inactive or asexual due to health conditions or related medication use. However, data from the National Social Life Health and Aging Project showed that a significant share of older couples were sexually active and about 37% of them had participated in oral sex in the past year. See, I don't know how this is a surprise to anybody. Maybe this isn't a surprise to me because we covered that story about the uh, old folks' homes running rampant with STDs. Yeah. Because these old motherfuckers ain't got, literally don't got shit to do but fuck, fuck have it. unprotected mm-hmm. sex all goddamn day. Um, so, like... Papa got three or four hoes just on the fourth floor. And it doesn't matter what his recovery time is. He literally has nothing else to do all day. Because he ain't trying to watch Guiding Light no more. He's trying to watch Meemaw's ass clap. He's, he's trying to make her do the wave on his dick. Like, Oh, God. It, it is what it is. I'm doing my best to put these visuals in everybody's head. It's... I'm waiting for like an old wrinkly dick to come across this screen. Oh. No, too too far. Too far. <laughs> oh damn. I'm trying so to put sorry. I'm trying to put images in everybody else's head. Not as mine. you're the only one staring so vigilantly at the monitor. I'm just like, come on, EK, do this one for Stop. me. Stop. No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh. Give me. I'm not. Stop. I can't do. It. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. All Thank right. you for that. You're all the Red wrinkly dick. Despite the fact that many old, uh, older adults stay or want to stay sexually active, a significant share of them suffer from sexual dysfunctions that make penile vaginal intercourse more difficult. Therefore, oral sex may play an important but overlooked role in encouraging sexual behavior and thus enhancing well-being in late adulthoods. Chris, are you paying attention? <laughs> However... Empirical studies of oral sex are limited, and virtually all of them focus on younger adults and have shown mixed evidence on oral sex links to well-being. Some studies suggest that oral sex, either as foreplay or as a replacement for vaginal sex, may enhance sexual enjoyment and satisfaction and in turn increase the chance of orgasm and promote emotional closeness and well-being, whereas others suggest that oral sex has less benefit to people's happiness and well-being than vaginal sex. Nevertheless... 
empirical evidence on implications of oral sex for people's well-being, especially among older adults, is lacking. We analyzed 884 older heterosexual couples with at least one spouse older than age 62 from the National Social Life, Health, and Aging Project data to provide the first nationally representative evidence looking, linking oral sex, relationship quality, and physical well-being. This is all stuff that's common sense. Yeah. Of course oral sex leads to relationship well-being. Of course. If your girl in a bad mood and the kids ain't around, Give it that thunder tongue. It changes everything. I remember motherfucking a couple years when Pokemon <laughs> Go came out. We was all playing Pokemon Go. Y'all know what a lick of tongue look like. Do that. Hit it with the lick of tongue. Motherfucking, if your man having a bad day, motherfucking sucks dick. Bam. You have a healthy relationship. I'm still stuck on thunder tongue, but that's cool. Everything's fine. Okay, so like first off, y'all ain't never anyways, whatever. Mm. Motherfucking thunder tongue. I said it. Okay. I said it. Hit it with the thunder tongue. Motherfucking some of y'all out there know what the hell the thunder tongue is. Some of y'all performing a thunder tongue tonight. Somebody just somebody listening to this right now was just like, man, I hit my girl with a thunder tongue in a while. And this was their sticky note of like a honeydew list. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, cool. Shit, living your best life. You gotta motherfucking do that shit. Turn your tongue into Monier. Use it like Thor's hammer and just motherfucking bam, hit it with that shit. Cripple that motherfucker. Yes, use the thunder tongue. That's beautiful. Women, let your man abuse your throat. <sighs> Baby, you had a hard day. Come here. Come here and take your frustrations out on my throat. Bam. Now he's, his day's instantly better. Make him a sandwich. Leave him alone. Boof. You're the perfect woman. Okay. Now that we've all taken those fucking tips from Sean. <laughs> Look, I try to do what Taking I can. Taking them down. I try to do what I can for the community. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is all common sense shit. Like, you're talking about, you know, does... Does oral sex improve relationship health? Yes, of course it does. Like regular sex improves relationship health. Communication improves relationship health. Not being an aggravating motherfucker improves relationship health. Mm. Like, I mean, I, I should write a book. I should write a book. Please. Don't cheat. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> Look, don't cheat. Don't be annoying. Fuck the shit out of her or him. S suck or lick the shit out of him or her. Make food. Bam. All of those got green checks. It's how you, it's how, it's how you succeed in a relationship. Lord. It's how you succeed in a relationship. So, before we end the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen... In the absence of Chris Mack, we have my personal segment that I like to call That's That Shit I Don't Like, where once every few weeks, I discuss some shit that I don't like. This is a really easy segment because there's a lot of things that piss me the fuck <laughs> off. There's a lot of things that I don't like. Um, so I, I, I've seen some things in the news lately hear just some ridiculous statements um so i'm gonna say my that's that shit that i don't like is extremism and i'm gonna go i'm gonna use i'm gonna use feminism here because that's been a huge topic um over the past few weeks and months since uh what's her name cortez or whatever got elected and you know she is a fucking idiot but you know people are gonna be upset about it because she got elected regardless but um, feminism has come under a lot of fire and I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out and say it that a lot of it is because of women, not all women, not all feminists. Um, there are entirely too many intelligent feminists out there who know what feminism is about equality, um, and wanting a fair shake. So when you have 
extremism with anything, whether it be politics, uh, you know, your, your Democrats and your Republicans and all that shit, fucking race baiting, whatever, all of it, extremism will fuck up your cause, period. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on a couple of things real quick that I'm going to file under extremism. Everything in the world is not sexist, period. Um, this nonsense going on with the Boy Scouts right now. Um, they made an all-girls fucking Boy Scout troop, which to me sounds a lot like the Girl Scouts. Um, so I'm really fucking confused about why that was a thing, why we even pushed for that. Um, why that was an issue to begin with. Um, I see things online. Um, I saw um, people were talking about the uh, the chimney scene and Mary Poppins was racist because it was blackface. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, we're going, we're going too far. Now, you want to say the Gucci sweater was blackface? It's hard for me to argue against that. <laughs> it's hard for me to defend Gucci in this particular instance. Mm. But like... Um, the, the restaurant in New York that had a picture of some miners, coal workers, sitting at a table covered in soot. These guys were white, so, you know, the soot on their face is black. And people got offended and said they needed to take it down because that's blackface. Well, no, that's not fucking blackface. What like, is it? I need people to look up what the fuck blackface is. I, I feel like we need to re... I feel like as a country, as a whole, we need to reevaluate what sexism is. I think we need to reevaluate what racism is. Um... I think too many things are getting filed under racism and sexism that just don't belong there. Um, and it's really starting to get on my fucking nerves. Like just it's, 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 I hate extremism in any way, shape or form. If you can't be bothered to hear an argument or a conversation from all sides, then you're not intelligent enough to participate in that conversation. And I'm going to leave it there. Um, and that's, that's what I'm going to say about that. And I'm going to leave that there. Listeners, I would love to know what you think about, oh, oh, hold on a sec. Apparently there was a comment that I wasn't paying attention to. I just saw the word tongue and I want to check this out. Really. <laughs> oh, 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 use the tongue. Yeah, use the tongue. What the fuck you think I was preaching? What the fuck you think I just said? Look, clearly... <coughs> smartphones listen to conversations. Yeah, I just went and go to Google and it automatically popped up the, the nail salon. Did it? Yeah. I was upset. The nail salon for the, uh, the hand, uh, hand jobs. Yeah. Hand jobs? It yeah. popped yeah. up and I was like, That's excuse what, you. I opened Safari and yeah. it was like automatically searching like anal sex and orgasms. But I feel like those are regular searches <laughs> for you. I feel like that's nothing new for a search in your phone. I mean, you're not wrong because right. because this show and the beat, I mean, is what she do. Yeah, but still. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna hit one more thing real quick. Um, again, in honor of Chris Mack, how to have better sex as you age. <laughs> I hope Chris is paying attention to this. Sex can be a powerful emotional experience and a great tool for protecting or improving health. And it's certainly not only for the young or it can just be sex. Um, sex over the age of 50 can present challenges and you may feel discouraged by issues connected with the aging process. But these problems are not insurmountable. With better understanding and an open mind, you can continue to enjoy a physically and emotionally fulfilling sex life. It's not a question of age, but of desire. <laughs> okay. The need for intimacy is ageless, and studies now confirm that no matter what your gender, you can enjoy sex for as long as you wish. Naturally, sex at 70 or 80 may not be like it is at 20 or 30, but in some ways, it can be better. As an older adult, you may feel wiser than you were in your earlier years and know what works best for you and when it comes to your sex life. I don't see. I would like to think that when I'm 80, I'm still gonna be laying pipe like I am now. Mm. But I feel like that's not realistic. I mean, I it'll feel probably like probably be to the best of your ability. My back will probably give out probably somewhere around 65. Like 65, like I feel like the hucklebucks out of the equation at that point. Yeah. I feel like 
the I jackhammer think that should be is out of the equation might, now. I feel uh, like the jackhammer is off the table at sixty-five. Ah, is that when you go from fucking to making love? I guess is that so. what that is? <laughs> like you reach you reach a certain point in age. Because I've never really understood the difference between the two. And like, don't have, I don't want to have sex. Make love to me. And it's like, my, my love making technique is very similar to my fucking <laughs> technique. I just need you to know that. The only difference is, like, I may or may not choke the shit out you. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. Okay. So I guess we'll have to wait for Chris Mack to come back. To like actually find out if that's what the difference is. <laughs> now well, he is his- like officially over the hill now, like officially. I mean, first off, Chris Mack's been officially over the hill for a long time. Thirty-eight years. I'm like that motherfucker. <laughs> Chris Mack has been over the hill since 1932. <laughs> Damn, my math was really off. <laughs> my bad. That motherfucker's a goddamn vampire. <laughs> Chris Mack is damn near 100 years old. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's, that's, always been a, that's always been a thing for me that I've never understood. And it always makes sex awkward for me when girls are like, let's make love. Mm-mm. And I'm like, what is that? What is, <laughs> is that like a cake you put in the oven or something? What is I, don't, that I don't know. I can say that I've never said that. What does so. that really <laughs> consist of? I don't know. Like what is that? What is what is making love really? Con- Let me ask. Ek, have you ever made love to a girl? Is he? Look, look at his face. Of course he has. All right. Anyway, face. so so as 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 you and Chris Mack so are probably the supreme love making gu- gurus or whatever. For you, what is the difference between making love? Oh shit. Oh god. Of course. Yeah. What is the difference between making love and having sex? It's butt stuff, isn't it? Having a human connection. The hell is that? Huh? Why would I want to have making love versus having sex implies that love is involved, and whereas sex does not imply that love is involved. That sounds awkward because I love my kids and I don't want to think about them during sex. So why, why would I bring love into sex? There are many forms of love, Sean. Explain, explain yourself, sir. America. You can have a platonic love. Which is a, a, a love for something that is not a love that combines a physical connection. Like my Xbox. Sure. Okay. <laughs> or like how you can't leave this place without groping me inappropriately, but that's, that's okay because we have that kind of platonic love. That's lust. <laughs> that's straight lust. Let me tell you right now, I've never once thought about making love to you, EK. I'll be thinking about fucking you. Bruh. Why you gotta take it there? Oh, Prison style, bro. Fuck. Why, why you gotta take it there? Spitting that butt. Oh come on. <laughs> Saliva come is not a on. proper lubricant. Here, it's okay, oh, okay. I'll fix God. it. Are you, are you ready? Baby, Baby Jesus, Jesus butt, butt plug. plug. Why do we always have to come back to the y'all motherfuckers? Is that what it Stop means to mis- make love? Stop misbehaving. <laughs> Is that what it is to make love that requires a baby Jesus butt plug? Well, that explains he why, the, you fu- enough explains to die why the fuck I've never <laughs> goddamn made love then. I cannot. Because if you require that fucking blasphemous, I'm not even a religious person, <laughs> and that shit strikes me as blasphemy. As it it is most happens. definitely blasphemous. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. That is also blasphemous. Who made it? <laughs> Who made this thing? Like, God, go. Probably somebody that, you know, liked him. For those of you who are unaware, we once covered um, some, uh, religious religious uh, sex toys, and it was a company that make the that thing. Uh, Baby Jesus butt plug. Mm. Yeah, that it as was... well as cross shaped dildos and holy water <laughs> lubricant. Yeah, they do. Like blessed <laughs> like, by the Lord. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, Interesting. Every every oh. every uh vi- vial or bottle or whatever of holy water, holy water lubricant comes get with a guarantee that it is actual blessed holy water that has made this. Lubricant. So all of the water inside of it, or just all of the ingredients inside of it. This I kind of want to know again. All of the the water that's used as oh. the water base for the lubricant. So it's not like you know, kosher. <laughs> 
I don't see how it could. It's not the same. It's not the same. Not the I same. Don't, I don't see how it could. Um, plus, I think lubricant has gelatin in it, which is not kosher. So. Fuck. Mm. There's a lot of things that aren't kosher. Well. That's why I just can't get. Anyways. Too much information. Ladies and gentlemen, have. we are about <laughs> we are about out of time now. Um, thank you for coming to our first live broadcast show. Um, which I was not prepared for until next week, but EK likes to play his little tricks. His little tricks. That's okay. That's okay. He'll be leaving with a wet butt tonight. Um, this has been The Plank. I am one half of, well, I am your host tonight. Sean motherfucking Bennett. Of course, as always, it's the greatest man that ever lived. Not greatest man ever. Greatest man that ever lived. God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wait, wait. Jesus. Fuck. Just, we're working those kinks out. We're just, all right. Greatest hat. Greatest man. That hat <laughs> all right. There we go. Thank you very much. Please. All right. As always, I am Sean motherfucking Bennett, the greatest man that ever lived. The one, the only, the instant classic. Signing off with us tonight is, of course, C-Money's titties, as well as, apparently, C-Money. Bye. And Damn. it's Riss. It's Riss. Ladies and gentlemen, you have yourselves a great night. Thank you for tuning in to The Plank. We out of here. Peace. Bye. Hit my motherfucking music. Uh.